Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Uh, boys, we uh, we have taken some heat this week, and uh, I want to lean into that a little bit. And uh, I think we all, I think the three of us, we all respond to heat a little bit differently. And um, as you guys know, like sometimes I'm quick to uh, feel guilty about stuff that I've said on the program, and then I'll frantically text Pipe and ask him to take it out. And and honestly, I didn't feel that way about last week's episode, but as a result of the heat that we've taken, um, I'm kind of rethinking all that. And uh, I, I, I guess I don't want to be the kind of person who's unwilling to take a rebuke. Uh, I want my heart to be soft as it pertains to that. And um, I also don't, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who enjoys taking heat. I don't I don't think I have one of these like, you know, tough exterior razor blade personalities where I can just let it bounce off. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I guess I think I'm sorry. Uh, I think I apologize to to Wedgworth. And um, I think we 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 probably treated him a little uh, a little rough last week. So uh, if that caused him any undue uh, pain or disappointment, then then I'm definitely sorry. I'm not sure I'm sorry for any specific thing I, I said. And I, I think the nature of this is trying to ascertain what's sin and what's just, you know, being unwise or being flip or cavalier or whatever, which is a thing that people like for us to do on the program. So, well, and, and uh, what is, yeah, where's the place of humor in, you know, you, I think we would all agree that there's, there's a construct that he used, which is super common, you know, amongst yeah. amongst our, our favorite brand of evangelical conservatives, which is the list, which looks a lot like a formula for spiritual health, family health, whatever. And we're not crazy about those. We think those are we think we think those aren't great. Um, and so what is the place of sort of humor, satire, uh, et cetera, in responding to those in a way that is I mean, that's not personal, but people often seem to misread humor. And so, you know, I'm 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 very much on the fence right now in terms of like do I I don't want to cause people pain. I'm not looking to cause right. people harm. Right. But where is the balance between um that was just a joke and the whole thing was sort of a, a satirizing of a of a construct which yeah. in this case did have a person's name attached. I think that's where it gets a little sticky. Um yeah. but versus like oh we way overstepped which i'm i'm not sure we did so i it, yeah it, i guess i have such I a know. low view of our show that like I, i'm surprised when anyone takes it seriously but um but after the fact and after you guys shared some of the heat that we took on it the more i thought about it the more i thought yeah we did go after some some things that some people hold pretty near and dear and you know some things that if you just say the word out loud, you know you're you're immediately getting heat Is on it. Is there ever so, an episode we don't go after something that people hold near and dear? I mean, like we go after things that each other holds near and dear. That's sort of the yeah. And it's yeah. and it's not to devalue everything. It is. Uh, it, it's just to it's to sort of 
deprecious things that people hold too dear or to mm-hmm. deformulize things that people have said, if you do this, then holiness will come about or, you know, sort of the, the, the over-promising of the Christian parenting uh, books or the marriage books or the church uh, yeah. church leadership stuff or church. I mean, all of it. It's the same formula for all of it, which is like, here's a list of six or seven things. Do these and health will come about. And uh, But then also just... You know anything that people that people become smug about that people become precious about, and we get put we got pushed back this week for sounding smug ourselves, which is a hundred percent accurate. We were so smug, yeah, we were on purpose. Like that's yeah. the smugness yeah. in response to smugness is like I don't, nobody likes a joke being broken down, but that's kind of how that works. You know, it's yeah. it, you you watch any you watch like Seinfeld. It's it's the same basic gist of. Sat, you know, satirizing something. And so, you know, I, I don't, uh, I can understand how somebody who listened to the show for the first time would come away going, those guys are jackasses. Uh, yeah, totally. But also that's what we do. And listeners who've been around for a minute are like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty par for the course. Um, well, and they love when we do it to Osteen or Furtick or, or whatever. But, yes. Um, it got a little, it got a little too close to, you know, our, our tribe, I think on this one. And, um, yeah, it was just interesting. You know, it's, it's a, it's a interesting study in how this stuff works and, you know, make no mistake about it. And, and Ron, we're going to let you talk here soon. Sorry, baby. But, um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to talk. I'm just listening. I'm a yeah, listener. Make, make no mistake about it. <laughs> it's I great think, as a podcast host to just be a listener. Mm-hmm. When you, when you wade into Twitter in 2019, like this is what you're there for, right? Like we gave, everyone what they wanted in the sense that, you know, I think Wedgworth is probably a wise enough guy to know that when you, when you make that kind of post, I mean, he could probably pre-write all the responses, right? Somebody's going to yell and scream that he's being paternalistic and somebody's going to yell and scream that he's ignoring singles. And, you know, you could, you could pre-write all the responses, right? And, um, you know, so we, we've given him a boost of publicity and, we we kept the thing alive for a few more days than it probably should have been, and and everybody got what they wanted out of it, and we gave people who like to, you know, sort of be the definitive word on things a chance to smack us around a little bit. So I I think everybody got what they came for, um, but but yeah, at the end of the day, I don't want to be a jerk, and I don't want to be the kind of guy who is so hard hearted that I can't apologize when I've hurt someone. But I'm I'm not sure we hurt him. I hope we didn't. I, uh, but if I we did, did, I'm sorry. I didn't get sure. the impression from him that he was overly offended. Uh, there were mm-hmm. some other people who were very offended on his behalf or just offended yeah. by by the either the fact that they swung and missed at understanding anything satirical or they just hate the tone of the podcast. In which case, yeah. as one wise listener said, it's not for everybody. Uh, I mean, I wish it was for everybody. I'd love our download numbers to be everybody. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be um, nice. We're not there yet. Um, so yeah, I just, I think we have, we've talked on this podcast multiple times about how we kind of abhor obnoxious sincerity or earnestness, not sincerity. Cause that's, that's just honestly, like, or earnestness, the sort of inability to sort of lighten up and be a little bit fun. And, uh, yeah. I feel like earnestness is, is the, is the camp that hates what, what we did last week. In which case, I just kind of shrug and go, you missed it. You know, like it, yeah. it, 
have you has anybody ever watched a celebrity roast of any kind? And some people may hate those. They may be like, "That's so hurtful." Mm-hmm. But they're like, they're not. They're not hurtful if understood in context. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm annoyed right now that I'm explaining how humor works. This is my least favorite thing to do. Uh, <laughs> but you apologized on our behalf, and so I kind of am. Def- I'm almost defensive against your apology because yeah. I'm like I don't want to be a jerk either. But also, if there's a context yeah. of like this is humor, then then it's is it is it jerky to to be like no this is this falls in the bounds of humor. Yeah, and I guess I'm sorry for for dropping the apology on behalf of the program. We didn't we didn't premeditate that as a as a group. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Let's let's hear from Big R on this. Let's hear from the resident man of the cloth. We've uh, we've bloviated long enough, pipe. But I, I do get what you're saying, and I am sorry for like putting putting words into your your mouth, as it were, as a co-host. Uh, Ronald, I'm here. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I'm right here. Getting over a cold, um, so my voice oh. has that has that deep, rich. Dude, it kind of has a little of the gravel on the on the the low end, like my indescribable voice last last week. Yeah, man. Which was, by the way, which has been just on the loop in my head ever <laughs> yeah. since. It was it was so beautiful. I Dude, mean, the it was beer the commercial melody. version of indescribable. You it's nailed. Sad. I mean, you nailed the chorus. Um, the melody was just you know in tune and on point. And, Maybe, um, could we could we get into the studio and record a version oh, of that 100%, together? 100%. That'd be bucket list for me, man. I'm telling you, let's do. But it. I'll tell you, man. I mean, are, are we making fun of the guy that wrote that song now? I, well, mean, I don't do know we... who who wrote that song actually. By the way, I don't know. Huh. It it's indescribable. I would I would look it up, but I got yelled at for typing on the podcast a couple episodes ago. So <laughs> oh man, yeah. Sorry, y'all. We're, we're all feeling a little wounded this morning, I think. You know, a little, little defensive well, here that in the was, studio. Yeah, and I think that was Jared C. who was super offended and, you know, can't, can't lose a listener like that. So I, no more typing for me. Maybe he's like had a bad experience. Right he's had a bad experience with keys clacking in the past, maybe, and that just brought up some stuff for him. Guys, oh. you know what happened? I was in a – check, so check this out. I was in Minneapolis yeah. last week uh, mm-hmm. for, for some stuff with the Denom. And um, uh, Jared C happened to be there on the same day, so we we connected for a quick lunch. Nice. And um, he he actually one of the first things he brought up during our lunch was the the keys clacking thing. So in in fact, it really did bother him. It yeah. really bothered him. And in fact, it bothered him so much that he said to me, and I'll quote: um, He said, "Hey, Big R, um, the keys clacking thing. I felt like you just let Pipe take that one. I think in reality, it was probably you." Oh, oh no, that wow. was 100% me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and own that one publicly. I, nobody let me take that. That was I I don't remember well, but I'm I'm like 98% sure it was me. Uh, cuz mm. I've never heard keys clacking from you guys unless Ted is thoroughly tapped out and he's usually pretty vocal <laughs> about tapping out. So, yeah. uh that's usually he just claims it on the spot. He's like, "Guess what, guys? I'm looking something up. I'm answering emails." So that one know. was that one was me, Jared. So so you can yeah, so you can imagine how awkward our lunch was after that. Where I'm a, like, oh no, shoot, am I tapping my toe too much, Jared? <laughs> oh shoot, Jared, did I? Yeah, yeah you should have just I, like did, clinked your knife against a glass the whole meal. That's what just, I was doing. I was <laughs> like, oh shoot, I texted while I was like, while I was giving my order to the waitress. Like, I, is that like, is that cool? You know. So it was. I don't know, man. Things got real heated after that. It was wow. Real. Indescribable is by Chris Tomlin, by the way. Just I, oh, I discovered really? I discovered that I have a smartphone with a touchscreen that doesn't click when I type on it. So 
Uh, I looked it up. We, I can still hear, I can still feel the fingerprint on the screen though, pipe, and it's really distracting. Um, <laughs> hey, Big T, did you have any idea that that was from Chris Tomlin, Chrissy T? Dude, I Chrissy felt like, Chrissy T. I felt like it was one of the big ones. Like I felt like it was like Jeremy Camp or Chris Tomlin or like one of the one of the real like A listers in that in that game. So. Obviously, um, I mean, we're too cool to do that one at our church. But are you guys doing that? Yeah. Oh churches? no, we're not doing that. No, we're okay. we're doing. Um, yeah, we're 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 doing like thoughtful reformed, like uh, type type things. It's, ba- it's basically se- the, seventeen the, verses. The Gettys, you know? just yeah. it's just yeah. the Gettys CDs. We're kind of running the we're running the Getty playbook. We do a okay, couple. Okay, so you're still redoing all the old hymns and adding maybe adding a chorus or an extra. Oh, dude, we're adding everything that could be added. Yeah, or like whatever, whatever, like Pipe's dad has like added to something. Yeah, they all they all go about. Oh, yeah, they when he added the verses to "Great Is Thy Faithfulness," that were like it's this song about (laughs) reveling God's faithfulness, and it's like hard left turn into how abhorrent we are as sinners. Come on, come on, Dad. True things, wrong, wrong. I always thought that man, "Great Is Thy Faithfulness." I mean those those eighteen verses, we just didn't have enough. Dude, we didn't have enough. The the song wasn't yet. Every time I've sang Great Is Thy Faithfulness, I always think it would be great if somebody was faithful enough to add a couple more verses to this. We haven't Your hit the 15 minute mark on this song yet. <laughs> exactly. Great is thy faithfulness to these lyrics. Come on, Dad. Stick stick Whoa. to the uh, stick to the theme. I don't even remember what we were originally talking about now. It's just it's just gone into so much mocking and satire and I don't even know what to do now. You know? Probably apologize. Yeah. Ron, okay. I, I haven't heard an I'm apology sorry, from you yet. I apologize to Jared, sort of. Ted apologized to Steve relatively sincerely. I apologize to every single person that has ever listened to this podcast and has who has never listened to this podcast. I, I apologize to the world. Baby, here's what I want you to do. And this is going to provide a segue into our next topic. I want you to Yoda tweet an apology. All right. Oh, dude. Um, I want you to get a Yoda apology going, and um, that that begs the question: if if you're doing Yoda apologies, and Piper is like your apprentice Yoda, is he is he like a baby Yoda? Um, and that's the extent of my knowledge on this, because apparently there's like a cultural baby oh, Yoda t- thing sweeping you know, the nation. Here's the you know what Ted, you don't know yeah. anything about baby Yoda, and you just dropped that in there in like the perfect yeah. cultural. Like Dude, really? subtweet reference, it was it yeah, was yeah, it. like that nailed was spot. if you hadn't if you hadn't wrong. outed yourself as not knowing things, people would have been somebody yeah. would have thought they were like in on the joke with you, not realizing yeah, you're not part of the joke. Yoda transition of all time. I was oh, really wow. baby, thank you so much. You guys are you guys are very sweet. I appreciate <laughs> that. And I am in the dark on the whole baby Yoda thing, truly. So somebody explain it to me, and then let's frame it in the context of of Ronald and, and Pipe. So. Pipe, Pipe, I don't even know what it is. I mean, right, I, I, mean so, I know what it is. It comes from that new show. But yes. like, I, I, that, I really, that's it. all there is to it is that uh, so Disney Plus launched their mm. platform. They have a show called The Mandalorian, which is in the Star Wars universe. And episode one, you find out that this bounty hunter is sent to go capture or kill uh, an unknown creature who turns out to be a baby Yoda. So mm. uh, that's that's the extent of it, except that it has become like a cultural meme because Baby Yoda is fascinating. So, well, dude, yeah, hold on. It. Is it not that – okay, well, so now I'm all perplexed, man. Are you trying to tell me that Baby Yoda isn't the Yoda? It's just a Baby Yoda? It's just a, yeah, because it, it happens – Oh, it's not the Yoda. 
No, okay. this happens after like the fall of the empire. So like Yoda already did his old vaporizing, vanishing thing in the other movies. I don't even remember which one. And uh, and so yeah, this is this is another of that species, whatever that species is. That is a fifty-year-old baby of the same Yoda-type creature. Dude, I love it, man. I had I'm so da- I'm dadding Star Wars right now. I had no idea. I, Dude, I had no idea. Old, a fifty-year-old baby, kind of like Ron, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to think of myself. 50, a 50-year-old 50 baby Yoda. Big G, I demand an apology. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so sorry. I, what you just said hurt. It was serious. There was mm. nothing in it that reeked of any sort of like good humor at all in my world. Well, baby, I am sorry for, <laughs> uh, for putting that image in people's minds, which now it's, it's, it's just in how there. dare for, you. Every time they think of you, they're going to think of a little baby Yoda in like a in like a flannel and a military jacket uh, in, a, in an airport. I, I want like an illustration a, of this. I want baby yes. Yoda in a flannel and like a, a messenger bag, a saddleback messenger bag at an airport. Yeah. This is yeah, rolling perfect. a rolling like a carry on bag to to the gate with like yeah, holding like a Christmas cookie. Oh yeah. Oh, this is good. I'm here. I'm here for this. If the internet can deliver that. I will I will make my peace with the internet for sure. Um, all the pain and suffering that it provides could be undone with one baby Yoda, uh, Ronald Martin related meme. Um, all right. Uh, so we're we're Yoda tweeting. Ron's trying to Yoda tweet an apology to the universe. Is that is that the uh, yes? Is that the gist of it? Universe. Yeah. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm working on it, boys. It's boys, do you want to do you want to hear how out of touch I am? I'm I'm like doubling down on the on the dad thing, baby. Um, I heard someone talking like just kind of out of earshot about the Mandalorian. And <laughs> I thought it might be a, a documentary on John DeLorean, the guy with the, the stainless steel Dude, car from the 80s. So I'm like, oh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know? Like John, John, John DeLorean's the John man. DeL- yeah, yeah. I wonder. It's uh, kind of an obscure guy to make a doc about. But, you know, I might be I might be here for that. I don't know. That That car was pretty cool. That's like so. an SNL skit on John DeLorean from the eighties, man. Dude, totally, is, totally, it's so funny. Oh, dude, man, we our podcast is just in the dude. This one is kind of circling the drain, isn't it? In that, like, <laughs> it's, I mean, just <laughs> we, we, circling the drain is so kind. Well, we really didn't get as much like traction out of the whole. Um, that's what happens. Know, that's of, what happens when you apologize, Ted. You can't make yeah. jokes after saying you're sorry, dude. I sucked all the air out of the room with that. That's on me. Like I apologize to you guys. Uh, now yeah, you owe I, us an I, apology for apologizing. You just I effectively, air sucking. I effectively <laughs> killed this episode. I, yeah, think, you know, the, I want to. I want to. On a serious note, though, like, and I'm, I'm not going to ruin the vibe again. I uh-huh. promise. But I, I think, I think the reason we went so hard at the list was that. You know, given our ages, we we did all grow up in the era where like that was what people were doing to each other, and um, you know, and and even like early adulthood in a reformed church where people were doing all those things and not necessarily being any more, you know, graceful or joyous or whatever about it. I think, um, yeah, I I, I think that's just the perspective we were coming from. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I felt like I needed to pivot back into that kind of dumpster fire. Oh, you of said you weren't going to talk about. Oh, you you weren't going to kill the vibe again. 
I know I killed the vibe twice, Piper. I'm a, I'm doing terrible radio today. I'm not a good I'm not a good radio host today. By terrible radio, we mean the kind of radio we do most weeks. So I think we're right in line. I think everything's yeah. I think everything's. I think dude, we're right. It's par, man. It's par for the course today. Dude, Don't, do you think part of this is the fact that people think we really premeditate this stuff and we really like ah oh, we're gonna we're gonna go after this guy on our show and it's it's really not like that at all like the three of us are friends we all like find each other funny and in the way that three friends do when they're hanging out in a virtual room together we just kind of riff off each other and we and we laugh and um yeah in in the way that that can sometimes get out of control in real life i guess it can sometimes get out of control on a podcast where you know you have a really good time and then you go oh yeah i wish i hadn't you know gone that hard into the topic or or whatever well, let's talk about well, that. Okay, so let's talk about this, boys, because you just yeah. said something that triggered something in me in a good way. Okay. Um, like, you know, if we look back, like, on the history or the short history of, like, evangelicalism, mm-hmm. dude, there, there's an alarming, like, lack of humor and parody and yeah. satire. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, man, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, I, I'm thinking of, like, G.K. Chesterton or some of these guys that would – they would go, you know, like part of how they made a point was to, you know, kind of use satire, kind of go against the prevailing thoughts of the day to kind yeah. of make some ridiculous point, um, you know, to kind of, you know, basically communicate truth. And I mean, evangelicalism does, does not have a great history of, of even humor in and of itself, other than just slapstick, you know, sort of dad oriented humor where it's like so safe. It's so G rated. Yeah, it's like- not even it's not even. It's barely considered humor. Or like you know? John Christ. Oh, too soon. My bad. Right. Except for John Christ, too soon. Sorry, John that probably triggered Chris. somebody in a bad way. But I mean, so when we look at like parody, when we look at satire, I mean, what? I, I mean, there's there's going to be some people that don't even feel like it has any place, you know, in the evangelical universe. I mean, so what do we do with that? What is the line that you cross? You know. What I yeah. Mean? It's, Strength. It's it's a good question, baby, and it's funny. Like, so I took a trip this last weekend to uh, Chattanooga, which is really a hipster paradise. If you haven't been to Chat, uh, you you need to go there. Have you been, baby? Have you been to Chattanooga? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's it's pretty great. So cool yeah. yeah, it's a cool town. So I took KK there this last weekend for her birthday, and as we were driving home, she had some podcast that she wanted me to listen to because it was about. I don't know, parenting and technology and, and stuff like that. So we listened to it and it was it was good. In fact, it was a guy pipe from your dad's empire, Tony something. Um, Tony Rinky. The heck was his name? Yeah, Tony Rinky. That's the guy. Yeah, Tony's, and, a, good, uh, Tony's a good dude. Lovely man. Yeah, it, it's a lovely man, Tony. And it was a yeah, lovely man like Terry Malick. But it, it, was, uh, it was super straightforward, super earnest. And yes, it was informative. But at the end of the day, I, I remember telling KK like – Huh. I, I think podcasts like this are why people like our podcast. Um, because yeah, it was it was really good. It was really solid. Whatever. But like tonally, it was just yeah, like forty five minutes of complete earnestness. And, and I, you know I what's you know what's we, a little frustrating about that? What's that? I mean, beyond the whole description you're giving, yeah. is that Tony actually is a fun person with a good sense of humor who has interests in baseball yeah. and movies, and you know he just he likes life. And, sure, uh, and the host wasn't bringing that out at all. Right, you know, like just, he didn't get a chance to showcase it. But it shouldn't be a surprise to meet <laughs> yeah. and to meet an influential Christian and go, "Oh, like you have a personality and a sense of humor." That's mm-hmm. it's a bummer when that's a surprise to people. 
Yeah, that's true, man. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But I think increasingly we live in a world where even having a personality feels risky. Um, <laughs> and, so I, true. I, and I think, yeah, if you, if you have too much of a personality, you could get, you could get beat down for it. So I don't know. I think we're, we're all moving in a beige direction and like increasingly humor, call it satire or whatever, like just being funny or trying to be funny. Um, it's going to become harder and harder real media too. I mean, we're, we're talking about it on the, the tiniest of scales here in terms of what we do, but like it's the same way out in the real media. What? I also think the, there's a flip side to this, which is if you're the, just the classic, like what you tell your kids, if you're going to dish it, you've got to be able to take it. Yeah. A massive part of having a good sense of humor is having a sense of when to laugh at yourself or eye roll at yourself or be like, and I'm an idiot, which yeah. I'm sure we get wrong all the time because all of us have varying levels of sensitivity or things we take seriously that we're not prone to joke about as yeah. readily. But I think we would like to be people who, if somebody was to like rail on us in their podcast in a in like a genuinely satirical way, be able to shrug and be like, "Yeah, that was funny." Like they did, they they got it. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't know that we would do that quite quite you know quickly enough or, or with enough mm-hmm. sort of like embracing. But mm-hmm. I'd like to think we would. Yeah, I and, hope so. And but, you know, but I, to, for for satire or humor to have a place, it has to be a two way street, not just people savaging other people, but other people kind of throwing their arms open and being like, "Yeah, that was funny." Like you made a yeah. joke in, at my expense, and it wasn't at my expense because I laughed. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I guess what I hate the most about <laughs> this episode, which I've I've ruined <laughs> clearly, <laughs> but I, I think what I hate the most about it is that. It's going to invite another week of deconstruction of us and our motives. And like we're, we're going to go into the 2019 social media cycle of like, was the apology sincere enough? Did they suffer enough? You know, and I'm, I'm not like playing the violin for myself here. It's just like it's a corner that we backed ourselves into. And by we, I mean me. Um, but you know what I'm saying, though? I, it would have been easier in a lot of ways to just like find some Driscoll thing to talk about this week and pretend like it never happened. But, um, and maybe that's what we should have done. So as to not invite another week of, of deconstruction. I mean, well, we still it, have a few minutes left. If it makes <laughs> you feel any better, I'm going to name this the episode that Ted ruined. So do, uh, do, na- do name it that because that is 1000% what it is for sure. Um, I feel like yeah. that, but that sort of, that sort of closes the loop on and is like, okay, it's the episode that Ted ruined by it, apologizing yeah. and, and being introspective. <laughs> Dude, I'm too introspective. I hate it. I well, really I like next week. We'll make it the episode that like pipe ruins, and then I'll take the next one. Yeah, you we'll know, even that, up the score. We can be equally yoked in ruining episodes. Right, that's what I mean. Let's like let's let's yeah. be ruiners together. Can we I don't predict? Want this. Can we predict how we will ruin those? Because like this is very this is very on brand for Ted. If Ted was going to ruin yeah. an episode, it was absolutely going to be like ambushing with apology because yeah. he does this. Because Dude, he has I've a good ruined heart. so many. I've ruined so many evenings in my real life the same way. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you how many like hangouts and evenings I've ruined. So, um, what is what does it look like for Ron to ruin an episode? Man, I don't know. That's a good question, Pipe. Um, what do you think, Ronald? How would you ruin an app? I don't know. I, I think it's, it's hard. It's virtually impossible. But if I were to look for okay. the the one way. Uh-huh. That I could ruin an episode. It would just be um, it would just be having a bad day, uh-huh. coming on the cast, 
Yep. You guys just going off on some sport analogy for like 20 minutes. And then instead of me taking it with my usual lighthearted candor, Panache. Just get, yeah. yeah, just right. Just getting upset <laughs> and just being like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. I don't know why I'm with you guys. It's been year. I, you know, I, I'm just done, and I'm not. I can't even fake it anymore. And just you know, kind of turning the mood sour. Yeah, so I can see that. Yeah. I can see you know, that. Then you, I can see and then that. you feeling bad. And then you apologize. Then then turning. So then maybe you ruining the episode ultimately because you start apologizing to me. So and I knew. You would kind of pout and and like shop for cabins online and clack the keys loudly as you're typing things into the right. search engine. Yeah, yeah that's right. a mess. I'd make Maybe Jared let's... angry, right? It would just the whole thing. Yeah. Me and Dude, Jared we've... meet up again in Minneapolis and he'd be angry and it would just be horrible. We've glimpsed that nightmare. Let's not do that. Oh yeah. I didn't yeah, we've we've looked into the abyss and the abyss stared back. No thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Judas. Ronald, how could uh, how could Piper ruin an app? I think Pipe could just go on a tear about some issue that's driving him crazy. Yeah. And basically we could just let him monologue to the point where it's like, T, are you even on are you even on the app anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like are we yeah. are we still yeah. on this thing? Exactly. Um, I, Boy, I guess that I That is uncomfortably that. accurate. Yeah. I know. Sorry, Pipe. You know I love <laughs> Well no, I think it's funny. It's just sort of I uh uh, yes, I could absolutely hear myself doing that. Sort of like a, a Walter Matthau temper tantrum over here, and <laughs> actually, that'd sort be really of great. losing that my mind. So I would great. enjoy that, actually, to be honest. I love Walter. Matthau. I would enjoy that so much more than I'm enjoying this particular podcast. Oh, totally. Which, which we which we need a, to end. ASAP. It's a gone show. You know, are we going to have any listeners after this week? No, please? no, they're all going to be gone. So this is our final. It's our final podcast. Dude, I'll say one last serious thing, and I'm going to do it a third time. I'm going to ruin the. I'm ruining the up a third time. But this is in defense of Pipe. I think, I think people hold Pipe to an unfairly high standard because of who his dad is, and I think they expect more from him. And uh, and I, I I don't I don't like that on his behalf. I uh, I feel I feel defensive of of Piper because of that. So. That's me killing the vibe. I've sucked the air out of the room a third time. But at least that time I felt very encouraged by you killing the vibe. That was a very encouraging yeah. vibe murder. Well, that's good. Well, that's one of these good. days, I feel like Big T, Pike needs to ask us what it's like to have dads that nobody knows or cares about. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of awesome. That actually <laughs> sounds fascinating to me. I should, I should interview Seriously, you guys about it's that. It's something that you have no experience in, Pipe. We could dish on that for a few minutes. We could. Not, Let's not to mention week. that I have met the original Ted Cluck. And, oh, uh, that's and right. He, and he is a, just a wonderful down-to-earth. He's a lovely man. Lovely yeah. man. But also like the kind of lovely man you don't want to get in a scrap with. He looks tough. He is yeah. very tough. He's, uh, he's a hockey player. And uh, when I say is oh, like Judas. present tense, that's still a thing. But uh, but yeah, amazing dude. I could talk about my dad for for hours. But uh, Piper, let's talk about something else that we love, uh, and that's Dwell Bible. And I hope Dwell Bible still loves us after these two episodes. But I, I kind of have my doubts now. So maybe <laughs> maybe if Dwell could text and just say, I'm going to text Dwell Bible and be like, Are you okay? I haven't I haven't heard from you in a while. Right. Uh, you just, yeah. We just need you to redeem this thing, right? Exactly. We need redemption. All right. Well, Ted said we love Dwell Bible, and that is true. I, I was actually listening to this audio Bible app earlier this week while driving in the car, uh, which is my most common place to use it either then or while walking the dog. So if you go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant, you can see what they offer and the special discount they offer for our listeners. It's an audio Bible app. They have listening plans. They have multiple narrators. They have musical backgrounds. They have a number of features to help you study 
or memorize or meditate on scripture where you can build in periods of silence. You can put things on repeat. Um, it's just a wonderful uh, resource for getting scripture into your life, especially on you know the stretches of time when life is nuts and you don't have time to sit down and read and study and focus. Um, so there is a cost to it. You can, uh, you can pay annually, you can pay, or you can pay for a lifetime discount in, but you can get the 33% discount off of either of those at dwellapp.io slash happy rant with the discount. It comes out to about $20 a year. So really inexpensive and they're constantly upgrading, adding new features. They're working to get some new narrators to have some different styles and voices and even accents so that you can kind of experience uh, the reading in a, in a variety of ways if you're looking for something a little bit more straightforward or a little bit more dramatic or kind of bringing different cultural backgrounds into it as well. So, again, dwellapp.io slash happy rant. Check it out. And they also have a seven-day free trial if you want to just test it out and see what you think before purchasing. Right, that was the best thing that happened today, what you just did. Oh, that's so depressing. Albeit the bar was very low. Yeah, very, <laughs> very, very low bar there. But, uh, folks, that was Barnabas Piper, uh, who's John Piper's son. And uh, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we have done what we always do on this program, boys. Yeah, uh, we've we, done some other stuff. Yeah, so that's we, true. We've done what we never do on this Let's podcast. Let's be accurate. Let's be a little more precise with our language on our sign-off, Big T. <laughs> we've done what we... I've done what I often do, which is killing the vibe uh, in a room. And uh, until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.